Even during these unusual times, the holiday season is the biggest spending time of the year. The fun part is over now, and soon the bills will be coming in. On this week's podcast, the theme is bank bill pay, what it is now and what it can be. And our guest is Dan Holt, co-founder and CEO at BillGo. Actionable insights can help power smart decisions. Each week, the BAI Banking Strategies podcast focuses on important issues facing financial services leaders, as well as the emerging trends that are rapidly reshaping the financial industry. I'm Terry Badger, your host and the managing editor at BAI. Pull up a chair and join us. The big spending of the holiday season is over, and now it's time to pay the bills. Our guest on the First Banking Strategies podcast of 2021 is Dan Holt, CEO at BillGo. He's here to talk about the current state of bank bill pay products and to offer his thoughts on how and why they should get a makeover. So, Dan, Happy New Year, and thanks for being with us. Thank you, Terry. It's a true pleasure to be with you today. So, Dan, it's early January, and uh, for most of us, the time of year when we have the most and the biggest payments because of the holiday season. So this is a good time to talk about the world of payments. What's the scale of the U.S. payments world? And how do Americans pay their bills, both the regular recurring ones and the seasonal ones? We did a survey not too long ago and through COVID, which actually gave us some interesting data as well. And what we have found through the research, along with ITAs, there are over 15 billion different bills paid by consumers in the U.S. every year. We are now at $4.2 trillion in terms of the dollar value of the bills. Even though about 25% of the people use bank bill pay, only 2.1 billion of those were bank bill pay. My quick math tells me that based on that BillGo survey you just referred to, one out of every, say, seven or eight bills is paid using bank bill pay. I guess I would have expected that number to be a fair bit higher. That's just my gut feeling. Is a mid-teens percentage for bank bill pay, is that a good market presentation? Is it low? And if it's low, why so? It's sad to see because I really do think that banks have a fantastic opportunity here. 10 years ago, banks had nearly 50% market share on bill pay. That's over checks, it's over bill or direct. They controlled that market for the most part. And so I think it's quite obvious why they're not in bank bill pay. If you think about the major bill pay providers out there in the U.S., the last major upgrade was in 2007. Just remember, Terry, in 2007, we didn't have these things called iPhones. The world has changed. Consumer expectations have changed. Bank bill pay hasn't changed. They've moved to other ways to pay their bills. We can talk about where they moved and we can talk about why. It has been really clear that the consumer's expectations are, I want to pay in one place. But if I do that, I also want the convenience to pay the way I want. I want it to happen instantaneously. I want my data there. And if you don't deliver on those consumer expectations, they're going to go somewhere else. You know, you talked about some of the things that people are looking for. Did your survey break that down by consumer segments in terms of age, income, where they live, where they bank, or are these things that people are looking for, is that really across the board? It's across the board. There are some differences with generational gaps, but it is across the board when we've 
looked at most of this, there's not a huge difference in terms of what they want. These features, these attributes you're talking about, speed, convenience, easy accessibility, data, all of those things. Are there banks out there that are further along with implementation and others? Are there some that are not dwelling in 2007? Definitely. We're seeing that they're frustrated. Okay. So if you look at banks today, everything is going up and to the right as it relates to online and mobile banking. More people are logging in than ever before. More people are opening up accounts than ever before. They're more engaged than ever before. They're adding more loans. All of this is happening. There's one area, bill pays going down. So that's a bit of a wake up call for them. Another large financial institution that's been a, a lot more progressive than others has been uh, Huntington Bank. And I said, look, we have to solve this problem. We have to give them something different. And they've definitely been a lot more progressive about this. Where's that coming from at Huntington Bank? I mean, to use them as an example, what are they seeing that, say, other banks aren't seeing? I would say the other banks are seeing it, maybe not reacting as fast is a better way to explain it. I don't think we're going to any banks in there. It's a complete shocker. They didn't think anything else was out there. You know, the other people that are outside of banking are the challenger banks are looking at this totally differently as well. The challenger banks know that bill pay is one of the stickiest products in all of financial services. And if they're there, they usually, you know, they're going to be a more engaged user, typically have higher loans, cards, products, you name it, more profitable customers. And so they see that and the fintechs are like, look, we're not going to take years to do this. We're going to do it right now. So I think knowing that they're going to be aggressive and aggressively going after this customer base, the banks need to do something. For those financial providers that are lagging on bill pay, the ones that are not going up into the right, what are the workaround options for their customers who want to pay digitally? If they can't do it through their bank, where are people going? So if they want to pay it digitally, they go to all the different biller apps and websites. That's what they do. And so think about it from a consumer perspective. And average consumer has about 15 bills a month. So they're literally going to 15 different websites and applications with different usernames and passwords and different ways that you can potentially pay because it's not universal by any means. And then they turn around and take care of those bills and they receive them in many different ways. Some of them have e-bills, some of them don't, some to update. And it's difficult, but that's the interesting part about this survey as well. Although the consumers are moving that direction, 74% of them said, I want it all in one place. You're suggesting that there are consumers out there for whom it makes sense to visit multiple biller sites to pay each one individually rather than pay from a single location on their bank website? That sounds crazy inefficient. How much of that is a function of shortcomings in the bill pay, sort of what we've been talking about, and how much of it is people, say, waiting to pay at the last minute? They need to go to that biller site. They don't have time to wait for their bank. It's yes and yes, Terry, because it is a shortcoming that we don't have the ability to pay that bill instantaneously at the bank. Again, technology has changed, payments have changed dramatically since 2007. We have to give the consumers that right into their banks where they can get their data instantaneously with an update, with a confirmation number when they make the payment and give them the ability to pay the way they want. If they wanna use their debit card, let them use their debit card. If they wanna use their credit card, they wanna use their checking account, prepaid card, whatever they wanna do, let them do it. Give them that capability and they'll come back. You're saying the banks are kind of losing ground in bill pay, but the money is still coming out of bank accounts. So how are banks 
losing? I mean, tangibly, how are they losing? How do they lose if people go directly to the cell phone biller site and the utility biller site, but they still keep their deposit at the bank? You have your deposit at a bank, and there's no difference between that bank and anything else. And what is your brand? Aren't you losing that relationship in the process? I mean, that's what I would argue. If they're going somewhere else and they're going to 15 other different sites or they're going to Google or Amazon or, you know, wherever or some new startup fintech or even could be a very mature fintech and they're going there, isn't that fintech? Don't they control the brand rather than the bank? And when you lose that brand, don't you lose the relationship? And are they going to come to the bank to get their loan or their credit card? Are they going to go to one of these fintechs or big tech providers? So I think that is why it's so darn important as a bank, you need to be part of the payment, not just that they pulled it from your deposit account. Dan, I asked you a little earlier about examples of banks and credit unions that are kind of leading the way on updating their bill pay capabilities. If financial services organizations were looking outside the industry for inspiration, you know, for a vision on what the future of bill pay should look like, where would you suggest that they look? As simple as Apple and as comprehensive with the right data insights and suggestions as Amazon, I would put those two together. So I think that if you look for the right experience, both of those companies have done phenomenally well and we can focus on Amazon, but let's use them for a second here. I can order something on Amazon and if I'm in a major metro area and I did it this morning, it's gonna be in my doorstep this afternoon. It's faster than bill pay. That's crazy. I mean, I can order a table from them and it might be there in about the same, you know, two, three days, which is how long it typically takes to go through bank bill pay until I actually have something there. And they give me a confirmation number and they tell me, hey, if I bought this, you may likely have that. So I think that type of experience, if I know that type of experience is what the consumers are seeking. The COVID pandemic has made digital banking more of a priority for financial services providers and I think there's little indication at this point that this focus will be changing anytime soon. So how has that greater emphasis on digital banking impacted how banks and credit unions are thinking about their bill pay systems? I think it does go back a little bit to what I said. Their growth has been tremendous through COVID from a digital online banking experience, if you will. Even their bill pay had an initial little bump up through COVID. How are the banks going about it? They're reevaluating everything about the digital experience. And they're putting more and more emphasis in their investing. Every single bank and credit union that we talked with, every single one of them, they're investing more in digital than ever before because they know it's never going to reverse course. Yes, after COVID, there might be a few more people that'll come back to branches a little bit here and there. But I think COVID just accelerated what had to happen in the banking world. It is going all digital and they need to be Johnny on the spot, if you will. They have to be instantaneously there for them. And the consumers are looking for a better experience. And the more and more they go digital and they have experiences with Amazon and what have you, they expect the same from their bank, if not better. And so I think banks are making the investments. They're going to make the change. I just don't know, are they going to be too late? Are they taking so much risk by staying with you know, a laggard or old system to be willing to take that risk to potentially lose customers in that process. That's my concern for them. So Dan, one final question. It's early 2021. 
Every year this time, people are thinking about what the new year will bring, what we'll see in the coming months. So let me ask you to play forecaster for a minute and make a prediction about something significant that we might expect to see in 2021 affecting the banking industry. Not going to limit you to bill pay on this. It can be about any trend or technology breakthrough, something in fintech, wherever you want to take the question. I see 2021 as the wake-up call for banks, the, the ones that aren't seeing the improvement as it relates to the digital experience. I think they have to invest more and more into digital banking and payments. I think you'll see a bigger movement as it relates to the expectation of instantaneous, instantaneous payments, instantaneous confirmation numbers, instantaneous data, and more data insights. We're going to focus more and more on data as we move through that. I also think it's going to be interesting to see 2021 as it relates to the big techs and fintechs. I think you're going to see them make a dent in this whole challenger bank model that they're going after. It's shocking the impact that they make. You know, some people will downplay them and say, well, they don't make enough money off of it. They're not profitable enough. Well, one day, I remember we used to talk about Amazon's probably not going to make it because they're running out of money. We used to say that about Tesla and look at where they are now. I don't think we should doubt them so much. They're going to make a big impact in 2021. And we as banks, we need to get in front of it the best we possibly can. A lot of them have deep pockets and they're playing a long game. So it would be dangerous to downplay their challenge to the status quo. So Dan Holt, co-founder and CEO at Bilgo, we appreciate you sharing your perspectives on the present and future of Bill Pay with us on the BAI Banking Strategies podcast. Thank you, Terry. It's a true pleasure. A few takeaways from our conversation with Dan Holt from Bilgo. First, the use of mobile and online banking has grown tremendously during COVID-19. And given that customers are for the most part happy with the experience, there's little reason to think that digital trend will reverse. Dan Holt says banks on the whole need to upgrade aging bill pay systems so that bill pay matches the convenience and user friendliness of their other digital offerings and to protect their franchises from more tech forward competitors. What should an updated version of bank bill pay look like? Dan's vision is the ease of use that's central to products from Apple, combined with the insights and intuition that keep people coming back to Amazon. Copies of the actual bill in the bill pay app, same day payments, a confirmation number for each payment, and more choices on how to pay. Such features are in line with the digital experience that consumers have grown accustomed to. And finally, Dan says banks and credit unions know that bill pay modernization is needed the issue as he sees it is that financial institutions have not been moving fast enough on those upgrades. Those tech-forward competitors mentioned earlier, mostly challenger banks and fintechs, but also other non-banks, see BillPay as a product that may help them peel off bank customers so they're moving at high speed to offer a more satisfying experience. Our New Year's best wishes to you all. Here's to 2021 not being as strange or as stressful as the past year was. I'm Terry Badger, Managing Editor of BAI. Please join us for the next Banking Strategies podcast, where we'll take up another important topic for the financial services industry.